Welcome to Eddie Sporty Question, I'm Graham Bell, and following a week which saw just one production, it's time to step it back up again and show the ladies that, yes indeed, I am a twice a week man. Now I was due to be joined by the first lady of any sporting question today, but she didn't finish the washing up and she's got a bit more of the ironing to do, so she hasn't made it in, but I'm glad to say that her replacement is truly a master. <laughs> Daniel Cleary, how are we? Oh, well, Graham Bell. Cheers, mate. Um, obviously a bit, you know, disappointed I'm pre- replacing a woman for you. I'm sure you'll like that. Oh, I'm, um, just, I'm, I'm disappointed just... that theme tune's back. <laughs> Thought I'd got rid of it, but... Anyway, no scoring system once again today. We're still trying to work out a great way of getting the beds across. So instead, it's just going to be debate, punditry and banter. And let's face it, if the master's in the room, it's all going to be excellent, Matthew Burrell. We can't start anywhere else but with the happenings at Sabina Park, where England were trounced by the West Innings by an innings and 23 runs. Now, Dan, I know this is going to be very difficult for both of us, but can we sum it up at all? We can certainly try, Graham Bell, and it's a grim state of affairs. Uh, we batted very negatively in the first innings. Uh, we failed to dominate two average spinners, even in useful conditions. That was pretty disappointing, considering the pride England took from their tour of India. Uh, Bowling-wise, I think we did OK, with the exception of Panasar, who I'll come to later. Um, in the field, not too much went astray. Uh, but the second innings was appalling. No application, no fight. Um, and despite a fantastic spell from Jerome Taylor, England struck of a team that were mentally shot. See, I'm really confused about this. I'm thinking I've got to give credit where it's due. And when they batted, the West Indies were in control. Even Gale was a marvel of concentration, keeping his risky ego shots in the closet. And in the second innings, they bowled tightly. I mean, Taylor looked good and Ben looks like quite a cracking prospect for him. Maybe I haven't given the West Indies the respect they deserve. Maybe, just maybe. Maybe they are the better side. I don't believe it, but what happened suggests otherwise. Oh, quite. But... Graham, moving on further, no doubt heads are going to roll after that performance. Who do you think will be the first, if any, to go? I think two heads should roll, but in reality I can't see either of them rolling. Ian Bell is so woefully out of form. In his last test match, four test matches, he's scored a maximum of 32 in both innings combined. And if you get rid of that 199 against South Africans, he hasn't scored a good innings for over a year and a bit for England. Monty Panasar as well. Now he bowled woefully, as you said. Didn't look like getting a wicket. However, the Antiguan ground is such a slow track. Don't be surprised if England go with two spinners in their squad for the next game. And don't be surprised if Swanee's back in the team. Oh, I can't see too much changing either um, we've, got, we've got no coach we've got a new skipper I think we'll be lucky to see more than one change uh, OHR most likely to come in Cook and Bell obviously looking over their shoulders but really out of form I'd like to see Panasar drops he just infuriates me as a bowler <laughs> I'm starting to think even I could dominate the guy <laughs> he only bowls one ball it's ridiculous I think you'd have a good chance as well Dan I mean you get all these wickets against overseas players I think you've got a perfect chance well <laughs> this England performance was an embarrassment but Dan what is the greatest sporting embarrassment of all time well I'm on a roll now and I'm going to continue with England's failure to progress in world cricket since 2005 it's embarrassing yes. we've plateaued as a group of players and the continual defeats and excuses is embarrassing um, in other sport <laughs> I'm going to say Paula Radcliffe in those races she couldn't finish sorry Paula that was cringeworthy <laughs> this is called any cricketing questions today obviously um, myself I'm going for two games I've played for played in cricket and my first team debut we got rolled over for 21 it was quite an embarrassing day always about you uh, always about me yeah well it's funny enough because I'm going to go over to a sporting one I, for those of you who don't know I used to be a referee and there was one game I did when I was 16 years old it was an under 15 girls match and this girl <laughs> was on the wing she was quite a large girl let's just say she was affluent in the Bristol area and she was racing down the wing I flicked my head across to look for the offside I flicked back and the play stopped and I'm sitting there going what's happened the physio's come on and I'm going what's happened over here and he's gone she's knocked herself out with her own breasts brilliant (laughs) I've got to stop doing this show (laughs) as a 16 year old lad what on earth are you supposed to do at that moment in time (laughs) look away and ask your dad to sort it out maybe I don't know that's incredible 
quite a story. It's embarrassing, but it's a great story. It, it certainly is. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we move away from elder sport for at least one second um, and go back to cricket, <laughs> away from the West Indies, the IPL auction saw Freddie Flintoff and Kevin Peterson become the joint most expensive players of all time. Uh, were there any surprises in the auction for you, Graham? The big surprise for me was actually the Rajasthan Royals and the fact they were bidding for Kevin Peterson. He's not a good 2020 player. He hasn't really scored the runs for anyone. And last year they built their squad on solid 2020 signings. And they've added Tyrone Henderson, the leading 2020 wicket-taker of all time, to their roster. Great signing there, along with Sean Taker, a guy who's going to hit the track hard and get wickets from him. It's another top signing. But I'm really surprised at one player who didn't get picked up, and he was the Bangladeshi lad, Akib Al-Hassan. And he's the one in the rankings at the moment, one of the leading all-rounders in the world. He's yet to be picked up. It's shocking. Well, I agree, yeah. There are a few surprises for me. Firstly, Masraf Mortaza went for over $600,000. Um, I thought that was a lot for him. Yeah. And, um, and Jesse Ryder, who always impresses me in limited over cricket, only went for 150000 So I was quite surprised to see that. Uh, Dumini went for a lot. Um, I know he's a good player and he's on the rise, but uh, he hasn't played yet with the pressure that comes with being, you know, with a good start. Yeah. A lot of England players suffer from that. So uh, it'd be good to see if he can live up to expectation. It's certainly going to be interesting this year's IPL. But now, Dan, apparently there was some other action apart from cricket loose again. Did you see any of it at all? I mean... As the Six Nations apparently got underway, with England, Ireland and Wales picking up vital victories. But Dan, we haven't asked this yet, so where do you see the trophy going this year? Well, I happen to know we're in agreement on this one. and uh, <laughs> As an Englishman, I wish I could say England, but I'm going to go for the Irish. Uh, they had a big win over the French at the weekend. They've got Italy next week, which should win comfortably. And then they welcome England, who I fancy them to maybe beat at Croke Park. Uh, if they can do that, the momentum going into the last two games, big chance. I mean, it was like a sporting nirvana this weekend. I mean, you had the Test match on, the Premier League on, there were some great games and that. And you had the Six Nations, which is always a great thing. My belief is, is that the Welsh are too confident at the moment, and they never play well and they're confident. Look what happened after they won the Grand Slam the other time. They were woeful in the World Cup and woeful in the next year's Six Nations. And I agree with you, I believe Irish eyes will be smiling because they've got England and France at Croke Park. They've got to go to Wales last game of the season. I understand that. But if the title on the line I really fancy them to collect the victory there I think it's 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 going to be fantastic this year Six Nations it really is oh, it's lovely to be in agreement for once I know it's great it, it, we, we better not make too much of a habit of it I mean <laughs> <laughs> finally we cannot mention can't pass up a mention against Michael Phelps who has been suspended for three months following an incident with a bong <laughs> Did this situation deserve the full treatment that it got? <laughs> I was trying to rack my mind, actually, it's in comparison to Britain, of what we could have. I mean, Tanny Gray got Thompson doing heroin or Steve Redgrave on XD. That's as close as I came to what's happened with Phelps. I feel sorry for the guy, but at the same time, and he's admitted this, he's beginning to realise the pressure of being the record-holding Olympic champion. So he won't do it again. And unfortunately, with a tabloid press that is so celebrity-driven, so desperately wanting a big story involving a celebrity with drugs there'll be no privacy for sports people when they do things like this but they can go sleep with whoever they want <laughs> well we've talked before on drugs in the show and um, you know I, I agree with the punishment really whatever authorities say uh, to a large you know a large proportion of society accepted marijuana a long time ago uh, three months is a good ban it is a reminder he has a responsibility as a role model should be more aware of the damage it can do to his sport but it's not career ending and I think that's how it should be exactly he'll be back he'll be back 2012 I'm very sure he'll be yeah, back he in will. the pool uh, I hope he is because I'm hoping to get tickets for it anyway that's it for this edition of any sporting question as I said earlier no scoring system so my thanks once again go out to Dan for stepping into the breach at last minute taking over from the woman no problem Graham Friday's <laughs> edition well let's just say there's going to be love in the air as I'll be joined by Matthew Burrell for a Valentine's Day special, doesn't it just make you want to throw up? Until then, take care of yourself. Goodbye.